So Brian, before we start talking about little plastic discs and uh, news and announcements and whatnot, I do have a question for you about a recent piece of news that is somewhat related to the world that we both talk about or operate in. And I'm just, I want to know what you think of it, uh, what this, uh, of this news. So uh, what I want to know is, what do you think about Apple removing the headphone jack from the iPhone? This is definitely something um, I've had to actually give some thought. Because I I know you are like an audio geek in your day job. Yes. And so I know, I have to imagine that this has, while not like direct right now ramifications to you, but like this is going to be like the start of a trend. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird for me. I'm not, I, I know you have the uh wireless setup at your place. I do, but... you know, but I only use it I mean, I'm listening to the the Bluetooth headphones right now, but I have them connected with a you know, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack going into my microphone. And so I'm not even using the Bluetooth for them right now. And I do use Bluetooth, like you said, for my listening to movies late at night when I don't want to wake everyone up. But I, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm sad <laughs> that they're taking it away. I listen to audio on my phone, like podcasts and music and whatnot, uh, all the time. And while it is convenient to have no wire there, like the, I I just, it's sad to see that thing being taken out and I don't usually have, you know, any kind of delay problems or like, um, latency that some people experience when using Bluetooth. Uh, I also don't use them all the time. I also don't use them when I'm like, you know, like all day at work kind of a situation. Like I just listen to, you know, I'll like a couple hours you know, a night maybe, or like, you know, several hours a week, I'll watch movies with my headphones on, but not that often. But I mean, like, are you, I know you use an iPhone, not, not like the, the, the upcoming iPhone seven. Actually, I have a bit of news about that. Oh man. Did you order an iPhone seven? <laughs> well, actually, um, my birthday was just a little bit ago and my wife surprised me with she ordered one for me so um are you serious you're getting an iphone 7 i'm getting an iphone 7 i'm coming out of the dark ages um so i'm i'm kind of excited about it but yeah that was an interesting thing where i was like oh i'm getting the new phone oh it doesn't have a headphone jack hmm interesting interesting (laughs) so what are you gonna do you're gonna get a bluetooth headphones i guess no does it not come with that is that what well no you can get so what it's going to come with in the box is it will have an a lightning adapter for your headphones i think it i think it also comes with lightning headphones so it'll just you know it's like earbuds that have a lightning connector instead of a 3.5 millimeter jack and so you will just plug it in uh to the one lightning port that you would you know that you charge charge it with and uh, and, and then and if you want to use other headphones or earbuds, you would just use the adapter. Mm. They're also making Bluetooth or not Bluetooth, but like their new AirPods, I think is what they're called, where they are essentially like Bluetooth, but it's like, you know, the Apple flavor of Bluetooth, which is supposedly better and proprietary and um, will you know, fix some of the problems that Bluetooth has. But if you have Bluetooth, then you can still use that with your phone too. Yeah, this is all very overwhelming. I'm very, I'm so excited for you. I'm excited, man. Believe me. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but there was a business lunch that I went to and I had my phone and the person who was taking us out said something like, oh, I love your retro phone. Like (laughs) in a way that was like, it was a choice. Yeah. (laughs) Like I had just been, you know what? I'm going to downgrade to uh, a 4S if I could please. But it was funny. I mean, it was all in fun, but I was just like, it's time for this thing to go. So I was, but I didn't, I, you know, I didn't necessarily plan on getting a seven. It was just a total wonderful surprise. So yeah. uh, it hasn't arrived yet, but it will soon. Uh, Man, your Instagram pictures are going to suddenly look so much better. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> well, I'm very excited for you. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. 
yeah, it'll be curious. I'm curious to see like how this influences the market as far as, you know, like championing better Bluetooth uh, headphones or like improving on the Bluetooth standard, you know, making it, you know, faster, less, uh, less latency. So I guess we'll see. I do. I mean, like I mentioned before in the past, like switching over to a wireless setup for watching movies late at night was just like a revelation. And, um, I mean, right now the only downside is that it's kind of a pain to like lay down on the couch with my headphones on because they're so big that like, I wish I had wireless ear, ear, uh, ear, earbuds, uh, to, to use with it. But I don't know if I want to invest in those yet. So we are recording this, uh, on a different day than usual. Um, and we are going to be releasing this not as soon after as when we record this. So there's going to be like a several day delay between when we record this and when this episode goes out. And so just for like warning everyone ahead of time, uh, if, if we don't talk about a piece of news, it's probably because we recorded this episode before that piece of news hit. And so we might be a little late on catching up with all of the home video news that, that is out there. So let's talk a little bit about some stuff that uh, was announced over the past week or so. And um, I st- want to start things off with the fact that uh, there is going to be a new Blu-ray release of Mad Max Fury Road, uh, a film that we talked about to, uh, we talked about it a lot. And uh, at the time there was, you know, back when we first discussed it and when the film was doing the theatrical run, uh, George Miller had talked about wanting to include on the Blu-ray a black and white version of the film the black and chrome edition and this is now going to be included on an upcoming blu-ray release uh on december 8th this one is they're they're so they're doing a new collection of the films called the high octane collection and then they're also releasing the a standalone blu-ray release of mad max fairy road with the black and white version um i think the black and white version is also supposed to be like no no dialogue either it's just like the the isolated score i think is what they had talked about originally so uh very exciting are you are you gonna double dip on this i might have to i'm i mean i love the black and white version of the mist and i know it's a totally different movie a totally different thing in a way but i kind of like the black and white ization of new movies i'm kind of on board the release is also going to include a new introduction by George Miller describing why he's doing this, and then also a new documentary um, on this release. Actually, I think, yes, a new documentary, and as well as like the Madness of Max documentary, which had, has been released previously. So if you don't already own it, you might want to hold off and pick this up. Um, I think there's also going to be a 4K ultra high definition version of this too. Speaking of double dipping, there's going to be a 40th anniversary Blu-ray edition of Taxi Driver coming out on November 8th. This one is getting a Blu-ray release from a new 4K scan, I think. Uh, I don't know if this is... So this is saying like a high definition stemming from the film's 4k restoration i could have sworn that the last blu-ray release was also from a 4k restoration of the film so i don't know if this is going to be different in the way that it looks compared to the uh previous one but there was no ultra high definition announcement for this 40th anniversary edition of taxi driver which is very strange kind of a bummer that'd be a title that would really push me into the format personally yeah i i mean you would think so especially if they have a 4k version of it it's sony sony is behind the uhd format um uh, so strange that this didn't i i mean when i first saw this news i was like oh yeah it's coming to blu-ray and ultra high definition and then i started looking at the news and i was like oh wait where's the ultra high definition part of this (laughs) that's strange 
Uh, and then I go to read the comments and everyone else is like, yeah, wait, where's the UHD announcement? Uh, that's weird. <laughs> so anyway, this new Blu-ray is coming out with a new 40 minute Q&A uh, with Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro and Jodie Foster. This was um, recorded at the Tribeca Film Festival uh, earlier this year. But then it's also going to include all the other stuff that have been on previous releases, I think. Um, some news regarding uh, Arrow films. There's been some announcements made, uh, which are pretty exciting. The folks at Arrow have released their December titles, as well as like a, f- a few other releases. I think these are all UK uh, ones. Actually, no, there is some US stuff in here too. So they're going to be releasing another box set of Woody Allen films. Um, this is this is different than the other box set, right? <laughs> That's a good question. That I, don't I, th- I think it is. Um, this one includes films like uh, Manhattan, Stardust Memories, A Midsummer Night's Sex Comedy, Zelig, The Purple Rose of Cairo. Um, this is coming out on December 12th. They're also going to be releasing, um, let's see, Creepshow 2, Pulse. Pulse, I think, is getting a U.S. and U.K. release. Um, one of the, this is the Kayoshi Kurosawa film. Um, Creepshow 2 is, is getting a U.S. release on December 13th, not a U.K. release. Um, they're also doing Hellgate and hell comes to Frogtown. um was were, were both of these the like the limited edition run that they did a couple of years ago or was that just hell comes to Frogtown? um i think it was both of them okay i got both of them um but now are these u.s editions too because i feel like they're both uk editions hmm. um and i think these don't say limited but it's strange that they, I, I thought when they had it initially released those limited ones, they only did like a th- under a thousand maybe. Um, but it was super limited and they sold out pretty quickly. But, uh, you know, I don't begrudge them like going back and reissuing titles that have been, I mean, that was a long time ago that those ones were, that those uh, like Hell Comes to Frogtown sold out. Yeah, I remember a lot of people being bummed that they missed it. It's not like a great movie, but I, I totally <laughs> yeah. can see why people want to own it. I did. Uh, Cohen and Tate is coming to the UK on December 9th. Also, um, this has had a US release though. Was that a was that a Shout, Shout Factory? Yeah, Shout put it out. Okay. Uh, they're also going to be releasing the Giver, uh, which is kind of like a live action anime or manga, you know, release um, starring Mark Hamill. Uh, this one. Interestingly, I think Warner Archive has recently announced that this is coming to the U.S. on DVD through the Warner Archive. And I saw it on Amazon and I was like, oh, cool, the Giver. I totally remember seeing this, you know, back in the 90s when I was first getting into comics and manga and everything. And like one of my friends, I think, had a copy of the Giver. And so, you know, I I saw it then and I was like, oh, oh, that's exciting that the Warner Archive is doing this uh, on DVD. And then, like, sure enough, a few days later, Arrow was like, oh, well, we're going to do it on Blu-ray. <laughs> so uh, this is uh, definitely something that I want to check out. It has, you know, several supplements on here as well. Um, so I think I'm going to import this one. Now, the big, I think, release for Arrow in uh, in December on the 12th, UK only, a pretty nice box set version of Donnie Darko. This one is going to have 4K restorations of both the theatrical cut and the director's cut uh, from the original camera negatives, which is going to be produced by Arrow exclusively for this release and supervised and approved by uh, Richard Kelly. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, It's going to include commentary tracks, um, new interviews, uh, a 96 short film from Richard Kelly called The Goodbye Place, um, production diaries, deleted scenes, archival interviews, um, all kinds of stuff. This is definitely going to be something worth importing, I think. 
They're also going to be doing a non-limited edition version of The Burning. Um, did that one already sell out, the other one? The, like the... the uh... Scream Factory? No, the didn't Arrow already say that they're doing The Burning, or am I thinking of a different one? No, I guess... I feel like they did. I I, th- I think this is just... Oh, it was, this, it was a limited uh, Steelbook edition that's coming out in October. That's what it is. So, and I, th- I think that one might already be sold out. When you go to Amazon UK, it says unavailable. So I'm pretty sure it's sold out. I was just looking at Richard Kelly's Twitter and like, he just had a post about 4K restoration of Donnie Darko in progress. And it's a shot of like an editing room with Donnie on the screen and everything. It's cool. Yep. Oh, it's an exciting release, that one. Um, so yeah, very exciting. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, Vinegar Syndrome has announced a few new things, including, um, let's see, what is it? Murder Weapon and Deadly Embrace, a double feature, uh, Nightmare Sisters, uh, Death Row Game Show. These are coming out in October, as well as a release of Hobgoblins and a DVD-only release of uh, Storefront Theater Collection Volume 2. The folks at Universal have announced they're going to be releasing uh, with G-Kids the 2015 film Phantom Boy. Um, I think this might be a French film. I've already forgot to check on that. But um, anyway, G-Kids, as we mentioned, is a a pretty awesome international distributor of animation, uh, you know, like collecting international animated films and releasing them here in the States. Last week, after we recorded, the uh, folks at Olive announced two more films in their signature line. So we had talked about um, the November titles that Olive was going to be releasing. But uh, as they did last time, they waited a day to announce the <laughs> the, the signature uh, films in there for that month. And so we should just plan on, you know, waiting a day to discuss any of the, uh, olive films so that we can group in the signature films, uh, as well. They're going to be releasing Orson Welles Macbeth. The, uh, this is a new sing- the new signature edition of Macbeth. They had previously released it on Blu-ray before. And this one is going to include both the original 1948, 107 minute cut, uh, as well as the hundred uh, the 1950, a shorter cut, the 85-minute re-release, which removed most of the uh, accented dialogue, which was in the longer cut. There's going to be audio commentary with Joseph McBride. Uh, Joseph McBride shows up in the recent Criterion release of uh, Chimes at Midnight, um, as well as some of these other Orson Welles, uh, you know, um, essay, you know, uh, scholars and whatnot. But this this collection looks amazing. I mean, it looks like they've really stacked it with release with uh, supplements, and I will definitely be picking this one up. They're also going to be releasing Hanny Calder. Um, was this also a a Arrow or not Arrow Olive uh, Blu-ray release? I believe so. Olive released this one back in 2011, um, but you know, just got kind of like a a a bare bones release you know, no extras this time around, uh, it's going to be getting, you know, much more, uh, as far as supplements goes, it's going to have new high definition digital transfer, an audio commentary track, uh, by Alex Cox, a, an examination of rape revenge movies, uh, and an interview with Christopher Frailing, um, a new essay and new artwork. So very cool that they're, you know, doing this one up. This isn't one that I would have predicted, uh, as far as getting a, you know, a signature edition, but very cool. Yeah. The first wave of the signature films are going to be coming out next week, right? The, uh, the two, what are the two that they have right now that are uh, high noon and Johnny guitar? Yep. Uh, have you gotten review copies of those yet? I have not. Okay. Have you, uh, has anyone, do you know if you, have you seen them? I haven't out seen there? any ar- around yet. So, I know that um, they're, um, pretty cheap right now on Amazon. You can get them each for $17. And, um, I think blu-ray.com was showing off pictures of packaging that they were of the, I think the, I think Olive sent them pictures of what the like slipcase edition is going to be. And they're going to be, um, you know, standard blu-ray cases, but they're the clear cases kind of like what twilight time does. 
and they'll have slip case like cardboard slip case covers around them but uh i'm definitely gonna pre-order high noon criterion earlier today announced their december lineup and uh we actually just recorded an episode of the newsstand which will probably be out before this episode goes out but um what did you think of the of the four titles that they announced uh i mean good stuff you know hard to top last month's announcements um as far as you know number of amazing hits but um uh you know you got Bunuel, you got fellini you know nobody should be upset about that uh and then the asphalt jungle you got john houston so um i think i'm I'm definitely excited for asphalt for sure that one i think had previously been released through warner brothers on dvd and then that one went out of print but this is going to be the first blu-ray edition of it um and i think the digital versions out there have only been standard definition but i'm i'm not i haven't checked but i think like the itunes version is only standard definition i know that voodoo is only standard okay um and and it's got the commentary from the dvd but then it's got some really cool stuff um including some documentary about sterling hayden and then a tv program from 1979 with john houston i don't know there's just some exciting supplements on this one yeah and uh an interview with uh, uh eddie Mueller. All right. Yep. Can't get enough Eddie. I know. So yeah, very exciting month. Uh, you know, December has kind of been the lightest of the month usually. And so, but still we're getting, you know, four pretty awesome releases uh, in December from Criterion. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? 88 Films is going to be releasing a few, a few movies on Blu-ray in December. Hands of Steel, Vampire Journals, and Dr. Mordred. Dr. Mordred is clearly trying to ride the wave of Dr. Strange, I think. Absolutely. As they should. Um, I think uh, there has been... Blu-ray.com posted a thing about how there's two more Vestron titles being announced. Um, Chud 2 and Return of the Living Dead 3, but I thought maybe we had already talked about these. Yeah, that, that was announced already. I don't know if they maybe detailed them or something, but... Um, definitely announced. Yeah, so we've I know we've talked about those. Okay, Disney has announced they're going to be releasing Finding Dory on Blu-ray uh, in November on November fifteenth. Um, this one they are still going to be including the three D version of the film. So glad that they are not giving up on three D Blu-ray uh, releases yet. Just because sometimes it's kind of hit or miss as far as whether or not they're going to include three D versions with those. Did you see the announcement that uh, Sony is releasing a new? playstation 4 version that is going to be able to stream 4k content with hdr video um, but that they're not going to include a u ultra high definition blu-ray player in in the in the box no i didn't hear that it's very disappointing sony uh i was when i heard the news that there was going to be a, a revamped version of the playstation 4 I was like, ooh, this might be worth waiting for just because I, you know, I, I've been, I want a PlayStation 4 so badly just to play some of the games that are out there. And uh, I keep holding off, waiting for like the price to keep dropping. And then they announced this and I was excited that they were going to do, you know, have 4K content. And I was just kind of assuming that they were going to include a, a drive for the ultra high definition. But um, just because I think the week before maybe, Microsoft had announced one for the Xbox where they're going to include a UHD player in it, but uh, they did not. Yeah, I wonder if that's any indicator from Sony's point of view as to where uh, physical media is going. Um, if they're just like, yeah, people are mostly streaming anyway, so is what you know their take is. I'm just curious. There's been some. There's been actually a lot of discussion about what this means. Um, and, you know, there's some, I think there were some theories that maybe they could enable it in an update, like in a future update for the, the player itself. Um, I don't know technically if that's possible, but that was something that I saw going around. Um, another theory was that Sony just announced their their first stand, like uh, ultra high definition player, um, which is going to be coming out later. But 
you know, they, they, the idea was that like, they don't want to, um, you know, like, uh, lessen the sales yeah. of, of, of one just to, you know, like increase the other. So I anyway. guess that makes sense from their business point of view. Yeah. So we'll see what happens if there's like, if, you know, a future update to, uh, the PlayStation four that allows this. There is, uh, before we jump into discussing the new releases for the, for, for, uh, the 13th and the 20th, um, in the UK on October 17th, this was just announced, um, last week, the A-Team, the complete series is coming to Blu-ray. Nice. Yeah. I mean, we are just, uh, you know, swimming in complete eighties, uh, TV series on, on Blu-ray this year. It's crazy. It is crazy. Night Rider, uh, Miami Vice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 97 episodes from five seasons, fully restored and in high definition. I don't know the A-Team if I'm, if I, if I feel that strongly about importing a, a box set like this, but uh, I hope that like, you know, someone in the U.S. either releases it on Blu-ray or at least gets the high definition versions to stream uh, you know, like on Netflix or something. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm hoping for is some streaming from Netflix of these masters. <laughs> okay, so also one more thing before we go, uh, we should talk about these uh, Warner Archive announcements. So they're going to be releasing uh, the the film Body Snatchers from 1993 uh, from Abel Ferrara and the 1951 film On Dangerous Ground from Nicholas Ray. So uh, let's talk about... Is there any other news that we should talk about? Uh, the Twilight Times. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Where do I have my Twilight Time list? So they announced the November and December titles. So in November, they're all... The November titles are coming out on November 15th. Um, they're going to be releasing the 1958 film I Want to Live... Uh, 1956 version of Moby Dick. Very exciting. Um, Moscow on the Hudson, Pretty Poison, uh, The Boston Strangler, Gran Bolito. Um, so of these, I think ones that I'm probably going to import, Moby Dick, definitely. Um, is that the one with... Uh, Gregory Peck? Gregory Peck as Ahab, yeah. Another John Huston film. Ah, uh, yeah. Um... Moscow on the Hudson. I feel like that one. That's a my, good Robin Williams, you know, fish yeah. out of water comedy. Um, are there any other ones on this list that you, for November, before we move into the December stuff, but uh, of these ones, any ones that you're super excited about? Uh, my favorite of the month is Pretty Poison. Um, that's got Tuesday Weld and Anthony Perkins. It's just a really cool, quirky sort of love story, sort of murder horror movie. I don't know. Hard to describe, but it's it's a cult favorite and it's really good. Um, and then The Boston Strangler with uh, Tony Curtis is pretty good too. Um, so I'm psyched on both of those. Yeah, directed by Richard Fleischer. I like him. Um, so for December, the titles will be coming out on the 13th. Um, they're going to be releasing Stardust Memories from 1980. Uh, Nicholas Nickleby, the 2002 version, um, the 54 version of the Barefoot Contessa, the Keys of the Kingdom from 44, and the Three Worlds of Gulliver from 1960. Now, of these, I think anyone who knows me could probably guess that the Three Worlds of Gulliver <laughs> is going to be my uh, most anticipated release for the December titles. This one features stop-motion animation from Ray Harryhausen, as well as music from Bernard Herrmann. So three great things, uh, you know, just the fact that it's Gulliver's Travels, which is, you know, one of my favorite books, one of my, just one of my favorite stories all overall. And, uh, you know, having Ray Harryhausen and Bernard Herrmann, I mean, the Harryhausen Herrmann stuff in, um, what was it? Like the mysterious Island and, uh, did he journey to the center of the journey to the center of the earth yeah maybe yeah um very exciting i like when they put these out it had been a little while since they announced another harry house yeah like movie. fantasy movie kind of yeah yeah 
I'm really psyched on Stardust Memories. Yeah. That's that was one of the holdout. Would that this interiors is still a holdout for me? I really like that one too, but Stardust was one of the big ones that I have really grown to love a lot over the years, and uh, was really looking forward to. I, I got really close to buying it in HD on Voodoo a few times, um, but I was kind of holding out for a Blu-ray. Are there any other big Woody Allen movies that you know Twilight Time might be able to release uh, on Blu-ray that they haven't so far? I mean, interiors for sure. Um, I mean, there's stuff like Manhattan Murder Mystery, which I don't think has gotten a Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's, you know, some more MGM stuff that I'm not thinking of, but they've gotten so much of it. Another Woman, maybe. I don't think that's gotten one. I like that a lot. Um, I feel like there's one more in the more serious Woody that hasn't been done, but I, I hope to have like a nice solid I mean they already put have a nice solid collection of Woody films um, but I like when they add to it yeah so very exciting month uh, or two months from Twilight Time did you pick up th- just this past week they did a they did one of their signed editions just yesterday they um, they were doing signed editions of Cat Baloo and uh, but they sold out within you know, a matter of a few hours, I think. All right. So let's talk about the releases that came out, uh, this week on the 13th. So, um, a pretty nice lineup of titles. Let's see the criterion collection release, uh, for this week was the story of the last chrysanthemum, the Mizuguchi film, uh, a, somewhat kind of a rough transfer I think I mean it doesn't look pristine but it certainly looks um you know as good as it can this one has had you know there's been a lot of discussion surrounding the blu-ray release from you know by people on the criterion forum and blu-ray.com forum and whatnot just kind of picking it apart and picking apart the reviews of it so far but um the there's a very nice com uh like video interview essay by Philip uh, Lopate, I think is the is the one who does the Criterion uh, essay on this one. But he, you know, talks about the making of the film and you know just what makes it so special. Um, and that's a great you know introduction to the movie, um, as well as you know if you aren't familiar with Mizuguchi and you know the types of movies that he makes or what makes him so special, it's a it's a great little piece. It's like twenty minutes. Um, and then also, obviously, they released uh, the Zaduichi films repackaged on Blu-ray. Um, so if you didn't already buy the dual format edition, you can now buy a somewhat slimmed down box uh, featuring only the Blu-ray discs. So what came out uh, this week that you are excited about on the 13th? A handful of things, definitely. Uh, I think my pick of the week would probably be De Palma. Um the new documentary about the director himself done by um, Noah Baumbach and Jake Paltrow. Um, I saw it on VOD, uh, I want to say a couple weeks ago, and I just loved it. It's just, if you like him at all, uh, it's literally just like an hour and a half conversation with him where he's answering questions, like what seems like one long answer to a bunch of different questions. I, hard to explain, but for what it is and between that and the clips of his movies it's just so good so people should pick that up we were just uh, on the on the newsstand tonight we were talking about like these documentaries that are kind of getting their own i mean and specifically you know things like um it, that ingrid bergman documentary which got its own criterion collection release um in august last month and then you know there's an upcoming david lynch documentary that's going around there's this toshiro mafune documentary that's going around um it's you know it's fun to have these documentaries but like they feel like you know what might you know like in the past be a supplement on a on a release of the directors you know of a film by the director now these ones are getting their own you know like individual releases and are kind of like i don't think this way but people describe them as like you know like they're just glorified supplements kind of but uh I, I love these looks behind, you know, the scenes. Yeah, um, 
So. I mean, I, I get that criticism of most, and and technically, I can see how you would level that same criticism of this movie. But he is just such a fascinating speaker, um, and so like humble about everything and unassuming about failure that he's had. He's just kind of looking back at everything, and it's just great. And and then you get a chance to see clips of all his movies, and you're reminded just how great he is. Um, so anyway. But I totally get that, and it is a weird trend for sure. On the De Palma tip, Raising Cane came out this week um, from uh, Scream Factory. We had talked about that one, I think, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one features the new, the new cut. The new cut. Um, it features both cuts, right? It has yeah. like the the theatrical version, and then on disc two, they have this director's cut. Um, with the scenes reordered as they were originally intended, which is you know something that we um, you know, had been cut together by a fan essentially and um, has been given the blessing of of De Palma himself. That's such an interesting feature. <clears throat> Wonderful to see more of those. Yeah. Um, in the nostalgia department, uh, you have Transformers the movie <laughs> from Shout Factory. Yes. I think we both got a chance to watch that. Uh, f- a fantastic release. This one, yeah. uh, two discs. It includes the widescreen and, and the full screen versions of the movie. Um, what One thing that I loved, in addition to you know it being a new new scan, a new transfer of the film, which looks pretty amazing. Like I think I think it looks really good. Yeah. Um, the documentary that they put together. Did you watch that one? Yeah. Uh, fantastic documentary. It really was neat. like it was so fun to hear all these guys geeking out about the movie, um, all these voice actors and people who were who were working on it. Uh, vo- voice actors who were like, you know, what my character is dying? Like, you know, they're like <laughs> talking about remembering, like, you know, doing the table reads of the movie and all that. It was just, and it was fun hearing, like, you know, stories about Orson Welles coming in to record his his dialogue and what what that was like and, um. You know, sometimes, you know, Shout Factory doesn't always go out and make their own supplements like this. I mean, they do often, like they'll go and create their own um, little documentaries for their releases. But this one just felt, you know, pretty nice, especially given the fact like that this one was, you know, such a um, like sought after title by them and, you know, something on their kind of bucket list of titles that they hoped they could do one day. Um it's nice that this one got such a special release. Yeah, I mean, they even go so far as to talk to Stan Bush, the guy that wrote this, the You've Got the Touch song. Yes. And and I love, my favorite thing out of the whole thing is that he mentions in the documentary that he had originally composed that song with Stallone's movie Cobra in mind. <laughs> and I've been telling people that all week because I'm just like, can you imagine that song in Cobra? Because uh, I don't know if he didn't it was just a different movie when he did that, but I'm so glad that he it ended up in Transformers because it's really iconic and everybody loves it. Yeah. A few other titles uh, from the, from the, the 13th that we should totally mention the new edition of aliens is out there. This is a, um, I think, I think it's the same transfer that was on the, the, the previous aliens Blu-ray, but, this one now features uh, it's an anniversary, a 30th anniversary edition of the movie and features um, a few new supplements that were, that were made for this release. Uh, this one also, uh, oh, it's not, it's not any as cheap as I thought it was. It was down to nine ninety six, I think for a while there. And now it's back up to $15, but uh, I'm sure the price will, will go back down at some point uh, for this one as, as the alien movies usually do. Um, uh, Marvel's, uh, Captain America Civil War is out on Blu-ray. Um, this, so I've had like, I've been kind of, you know, hit or, the, the, the Marvel movies have been hit or miss for me. I think, um, the Avengers movies, I feel like have been a little, uh, you know, too bloated and not quite living up to the enthusiasm that most of the community has for them. Um, but I thought Civil War was really well done. Uh, I like the the use of the villain in the movie, and also like the the conflict between the two main characters. Um, I thought the usage of 
you know, some of the other superheroes and, you know, cameos that show up in it were really well done. Um, obviously, the special effects are, are pretty amazing, um, especially the whole airport sequence, which was mostly done uh, in front of a green screen. Uh, it's, it's, you know, there's a, a nice two-part documentary on the Blu-ray and is one that I think is, you know, it's it's not super in-depth or super long, but if you enjoyed the movie, then it's fun to ha- like see behind the scenes and see, you know, the director is kind of geeking out on, on the set of the movie and, um, you know, hear just how enthusiastic everyone was to make this one really great. And I think um, the, so far for me, the three Captain America movies have just been my favorites of all of the Marvel movies so far. Yeah, I'm probably in agreement on that. I mean, the first Captain America movie, I think, was just so well done. I loved having it be it like a period movie, having it, you know, just I think they got the tone right, like the the humor. I, I think, you know, I never would have thought that Captain America would have ended up to be like my favorite of all of the Marvel characters. But I think he's just like, I think Chris Evans just has like captures like a real his performance is just so much fun because he's like there's there's bits of humor and seriousness and uh he just plays it really well yeah i love uh sorry i was gonna say i love winter soldier uh that one has just really i loved it when i first saw it i just rewatched it before this new movie came out and i was like really floored by it i just think it's so great there were a few um, Olive releases this week, including the um, Cecil B. DeMille film, The Captive, which I don't think, I think we had talked about it when it was announced, um, but it you know hadn't previously gotten a release. There was the Commando Cody Sky Marshal of the Universe uh, release as well from Olive, and I think a couple of others. Um, the Monster of Piedras Blancas. Oh, yeah. Uh, the horrible Doctor Hitchcock, Jekyll and Hyde together again. Yeah, I watched Jekyll and Hyde together again and Monster of Piedras Blancas. Um, you know, both are not great, but I can certainly see the appeal of both for Piedras Blancas for the um, you know, Forey Ackerman crowd. You know, it's very much the monster movie that you saw on TV as a kid if you're a little older. Um. So that one's fun. And then Jekyll and Hyde together again is like a second tier um, Zucker Brothers, you know, done in the hospital, in a present day hospital context with a doctor as Dr. Jekyll uh, and Mr. Hyde. It's 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 kind of funny if you grew up in the 80s and you like the cheesy comedies from spoof comedies from that period. This week we got three different horror collections the frankenstein blu-ray collection the wolfman and the um hammer horror eight film collection uh i'm still kind of waiting for the prices to drop on these a little bit more than they have uh but i certainly am going to pick up that frankenstein and wolfman collections uh as soon as those prices get down to maybe so the list price for these is like 40 dollars. i think once these drop to like 20 I will snap them up, no questions um, asked. I don't know if the sale's still going to be going on, but I've been told that the Wolfman one is fifteen bucks at Best Buy. Whoa! All right, so <laughs> it may be too late for our listeners by the time this gets out, but maybe you can grab it if you <laughs> want. I, I I think I picked up the Frankenstein at you know twenty seven or something. Yeah, I like think that. that's that's what we're going down to. Um. That uh, that that hammer collection though is kind of expensive. I think it's like sixty dollars. Um, yeah, that one I'm definitely waiting on. Yeah. Um, is there anything else this I'm week? Count- oh, okay, w- w- real quick. Uh, the folks at Oscilloscope this week released this movie, The Fits, which is about this eleven-year-old girl who is kind of like a tomboy and ends up. Um, she's from Cincinnati, and uh, it's. Um, she's kind of like a boxer who ends up going and like watching these girls on uh, like, like a dance squad and then kind of joins the dance squad. Um, but it's such a beautiful movie and I got a chance to watch it this week and uh, I loved it. It's, you know, almost an entirely African-American cast and shop, you know, made by a female director. Um, so 
I think oscilloscope, uh, you know, was very wise to pick up something like this. It's just a, you know, a really sweet, beautiful little movie. Yeah, that was uh, Rob Hunter's pick of the week. Um, between you two guys, now I really need to see it. Yeah, definitely worth checking out, especially since you have a little daughter. Um, it technically the um, Twilight Time stuff came out this week, so you've got your Remo Williams Adventure Begins. So I know a lot of people stateside have been wanting. I, I mean, I got the Arrow release, but um. And then there were a few others from Twilight Time that were interesting, like Bronson movie Murphy's Law, I really mm-hmm. want to see. Nine to five. Nine to five. Eye of the Needle. Um, I, th- I think that's... Oh, Bobby Deerfield. Uh, oh, and another Bronson from Noon Till Three with he and Jill Ireland. Um, so that's cool. Uh, and then I got to watch Roadhouse from... Um, Kino Lorber and it's a really neat not the Patrick Swayze movie um, <laughs> which you know is great too obviously um, but this is a film noir with Ida Lupino Cornell Wilde and Richard Widmark and um, I, I really dug it I'd heard about it you know for a little while um, it's got a commentary from I think it's from um, Eddie Muller and Kim Morgan yeah so that's cool uh, but that that's my like noir fave this week. Good stuff. I cannot find the Wolfman collection on Best Buy's website right now. But maybe it, maybe it was earlier this week, and they. It feels like they should still have it at the price. I heard about it just a couple of days ago, so hmm. I'll keep um, looking. Unless they killed it for Friday. Um, the last thing I'd like to just briefly mention from this week for me is um, Pop Star, uh, Never Stop, Never Stopping. <laughs> yeah. I really like this movie. I I know that it didn't do well in theaters. Nobody went to see it, but I really do feel like it is um, one that will grow on people over time and will find its audience on video. It's, I mean, it's no Spinal Tap certainly, but it definitely has Spinal Tap uh, on the brain and is trying, and I think in some ways succeeding to to update the Spinal Tap model. Um, so I, I recommend people at least rent it. It's, it's, there are, there are some funny gags in it for sure. Uh, also out this week is the Charles Vidor film, Love Me or Leave Me from the Warner Archive uh, oh, on, yeah. on Blu-ray. Doris Day. Yeah. Doris Day, James Cagney. So definitely, uh, another Warner Archive Blu-ray to add to your collection. Yeah. This is one I think I remember Scorsese, maybe I talked about this in the show before, but him saying that he... Uh, watch this one as prep for New York, New York. Sort of a darker, not like a noir musical, but like a musical that isn't all, you know, kittens and rainbows. Yeah. Um, I guess for anyone who's listening to this one before uh, the 20th, which actually this episode probably is going to go up on the 20th, so never mind. There is a sale going on right now over at uh, the WB shop. There's a lot of Warner Archive discs on sale for $9.99. Um, so uh, I'll be, you know, hopefully you will have seen me tweet about it uh, before this sale ends. But uh, if not, keep an eye on the WB shop because I still do sales. All right. So let's talk about the releases for the 20th. Uh this is going to, so again, we're recording this on the 15th. And so we're recording this a little in advance. We typically will just record stuff like the, the Tuesday of the new releases. And so that's, we'll have like time to watch everything and talk about it. Uh, I've had a chance to watch most of the titles that I was planning on watching for this next week, but um, you know, not everything. So the criterion collection releases of the week, cat people and blood simple two essential must-own Criterion Collection releases uh, of the year, I think. Uh, the Cat People release features the documentary on uh, on Val Luton that um, Kent Jones and Martin Scorsese did a few years ago, which I think has been released before on DVD by itself, but is just an amazing look at Val Luton and all of these films. And if you are a fan of any of them, um, you know, you should definitely pick this up so that you can watch that documentary if you haven't seen it already. Yeah, uh, that that 
transfer looks good too. Definitely. I was really excited to check that one out. Uh, there's also a nice interview, I think, with John Bailey, where he, I think it was John Bailey. Was he the, the was he the cinematographer on the remake of Cat People? <clears throat> that is a good question. I, I think so. I think because he, if if it's not him, it's like someone else. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's him. But he uh, talks about, um, you know, having not seen the original Cat People when they started, you know, work on it or not when they started work, but like, you know, when it was proposed to him, like that they were going to do this remake of cat people. And so he went back and rewatched it and he just, you know, fell in love with it. And, um, it was just amazing to kind of learn the history of cat people a little bit more, this original version of it. Um, and you know, they talk about how it kind of like really boosted RKO at the time and really kind of led to all of these Val Luton films, that uh you know have been collected in those dvd box sets and whatnot but um you know this was like the little little horror movie done on a really tight small budget that did incredibly well and you know we've seen this formula play out over and over again over the years where like you know a little horror movie uh that no one was going to give you know too much time to or spend very much money on ends up you know doing you know, doing a lot with very little and manages to kind of capture uh, the imagination of of audiences, you know, across America and, you know, manages to make back a lot more money than they spent on it. The other, obviously, the other Criterion Collection release for the 20th is the Coen Brothers Blood Simple. Uh, again, an essential release, I think. This new transfer looks great. They've done a lot of work uh, you know, putting this one together and, um, you know, it's, it's the Coen brothers and the Criterion collection together again. And I hope that they continue to release their films. Also out this, so as we mentioned earlier, the, the first wave of the, uh, Olive signature line, High Noon and Johnny Guitar, uh, are now out on Blu-ray. These new, you know, kind of deluxe editions, uh, of these releases that have had previous Blu-rays, but now have new new transfers as well as new supplements. Um, what is coming out on the twentieth that you were excited about? I know the. Uh, did you end up pre-ordering that that new Labyrinth thirtieth anniversary edition? No, not yet. Um, there's a four K version of that, and I'm I'm tempted. I'm tempted. So, uh, but I. I haven't decided or when I'm going to jump into that world so I haven't I know some people will buy a new format in advance of getting yeah but I have trouble with that lately so well I, I mean to... with this release you're getting so right now it's on sale on Amazon you can pre-order it for $19 and with that you get the 4K Blu-ray the regular Blu-ray and a digital copy uh, ultraviolet copy of it and this is the new 4K uh, restoration of the film so which will be included on that on the blu-ray version too so you'll be able to watch the blu-ray version have that 4k one for when you get it and then you'll also have your digital copy that you that you love yeah no I'd, I'd, i may have to get it i may have to get it um i think two of my favorites this week are from kino um it's the enemy below and fixed fixed bayon, bayonets excuse me um Enemy Below is a sort of a sub-movie. It's like naval boat against German U-boat kind of movie with Robert Mitchum Mm -hmm. as the captain of the ship. Um, It's just a great, you know, military strategy kind of movie. If you like Hunt for Red October, I'm I'm sure you're a fan of sub-movies. They're they're great. So it's, I had never heard of it until, I want to say, the mid-90s when I heard it mentioned in Crimson Tide. Yes, yes. There's a great scene where James Gunn, and I I know Tarantino did some work on the script, and so my theory is, and it's probably backed up somewhere, but that he wrote that scene because there's a scene where James Gandolfini is quizzing some cadet, and he's like, who played the German sub-captain in The Enemy Below with Robert Mitchum? And it's just such a specifically, I don't know, it just feels very Tarantino to me. Um, so anyway, I just figured that was him, and I'm like, well, i got to see The Enemy Below now, and um, it's great. It's really good. Uh, Fixed Bayonets is a lesser-talked-about um, Sam Fuller war movie. Uh, I think he did. It, it came out the same year as The Steel Helmet, and 
it's not as good by any means, but it's if you like fuller war movies, um, you, you got to pick it up. Uh, I think it's worth getting. It's got a commentary on it too. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else do we have here. The folks at Arrow released the the are going to be releasing the Blue Dahlia and the Glass Key. Uh, the BFI this week, or in the UK, is going to be releasing Carmen Jones. Um, there's, let's see, the new, or the Masters of Cinema are going to be releasing Paths of Glory. Artificial Eye is going to be releasing Tarkovsky's Nostalgia uh, this week, or, you know, on the 19th. Um, and then there's uh, a new anime release of Golgo 13, The Professional, uh, from Eastern Star. Uh, they, you know, they've been doing a lot of great work in releasing, uh, you know, anime from the the eighties and nineties, and uh, I this this one is high on my list. I wish I wish these Blu-rays were a little bit cheaper from Eastern Star, uh, but definitely worth checking out. Let's see. Also out on the twentieth from Oscilloscope is the. Penelope Cruz film uh, Mama. Uh, this is one that I haven't had a chance to watch yet, but I'm very curious to just because she's obviously incredibly beautiful and this looks like a really touching uh, story about a pregnant woman who gets cancer and is, you know, kind of like dealing with that. And the trailer is very kind of uh, melodramatic and uh, the reviews for the movie aren't great. Uh, from what I, I was looking around trying to find uh, some people discussing the film and the Rotten Tomato score is pretty bad, but I will definitely still give it a chance because I think it looks like something that I might enjoy. Um, you know, one movie that I haven't seen, I haven't seen the first one either, but I've heard so many good things about, uh, Neighbors 2 <laughs> with, with Seth, with Seth Rogen and Zac Efron. Um, people are saying that this one is like, better than the first one it's incredibly funny um i haven't seen the first one and i heard good things about that one too but i'm just like there's some part of me that is just like (laughs) allergic to a movie like this (laughs) that i can't even like i can't even bring myself to you know find a digital copy of it or anything i'm just like i don't need to see it i mean here i've seen both um and uh they're both fine they're both funny um I was ex- I was expecting something a bit more revelatory from the second one, and there are some really neat subversive elements to it. Some stuff that is, as far as character and theme, like runs against. And I think that's a lot of what maybe the critics are responding to, is that they're excited that they're seeing female representations in a certain way. But I mean, honestly, it's really just the same as the first movie. I mean, as far as the plotting, it's it's very much similar. Um, so I guess I was a little surprised to hear it praised so much, but you know, I mean, you could, you could waste, uh, you know, 90 minutes in a lot worse ways. It's, it's (laughs) funny. I mean, there's, there's definitely some funny stuff between Rogan and, um, what's the handsome dude's name? Zac Efron. Yeah. Efron has really got a talent for comedy. Uh, he, I got to give him some props. He's not just some sort of pretty boy actor. I think he, he's not necessarily in, um, Channing Tatum territory yet, but Mm -hmm. he, he has the capacity to, to do some stuff. Um, so it's worth watching. Yeah. Um, there is a, did you, did you already mention the rift? No, I got that on order. Okay. Uh, this is one that I haven't seen, but you know, stars Ray wise and just, you know, reading some descriptions of it. People are comparing it to things like, um, Leviathan and deep star six, like, you know, underwater eighties kind of alien movies. Yeah. Uh, I like, I like that subgenre. Me too. I really like that subgenre a lot. I mean, maybe it's like, you know, the, the hope that it will still, it'll be kind of like the abyss maybe. Um, but I, yeah, I really like these underwater, uh, monster movies. So I will, I will certainly watch this one. Um, I think the new Ninja Turtle movie comes out on the 20th also. Uh, it does. again, a, a movie that I, I haven't seen the first one yet. 
Um, <laughs> but I feel like they're going in the right direction for this in that they're like, you know, bringing Bebop and Rocksteady. I mean, okay. I loved the Ninja Turtles when I was eight, uh, back in, you know, the late eighties, early nineties. And I watched that cartoon all the time. I read the comics, played with lots of toys. Uh, and so the idea that like now we're getting, you know, when these, when these Ninja Turtle movies, the new ones were first announced and, you know, Michael Bay was announced that he was going to be like the producer on it. Um, I, I just, you know, there was like, there were all these fears that they were going to like change. They were going to like mess with the, the origins of the turtles and all this stuff. And um, the fact that they're, they've now created a sequel that features these two, you know, like mutants, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Uh, it just seems like so crazy to me. <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't hear terrible things about this movie. I mean, I don't, I didn't hear like amazing things either, but uh, it, I, I want to see this movie. And, yeah, I, and, I, and, I, and I, I will probably see this one before I see the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll probably be okay. Um, my daughter loves the turtles. Like she was literally watching um, that movie. I got it digitally. We saw it in the theater. She was watching it tonight when I came home. Her first question to me as I was eating dinner was, Dad, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Um, and, you know, then she's like, well, I don't have one. Cause she, she apparently loves them all. But anyway, she really loves it. Um, she likes Bebop and Rocksteady. It's it's definitely got some violence in it that I'm not necessarily psyched about for young children. Um, but it's still relatively, you know, tame. Um, but it's fun. You know what I mean? I, I I it's it felt again maybe a little overrated by critics, but it's fine. It's also fine, and I think you you know like you say, headed in the right direction. Curious to see if they do a third one. So one other title that I want to mention real quick is that there's a new Blu-ray edition of Beauty and the Beast, the Disney animated film uh, on Blu-ray on the 20th. This is part of the new Walt Disney signature collection, which was previously, you know, uh, the, the first one was the Snow White Blu-ray and now they're doing Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast kind of timed nicely with the live action movie that's going to be coming out soon. Um, this one features many of the same supplements, I think as that previous Blu-ray, uh, what you get with this one is you get a digital copy, which is nice for folks who want to be able to include this, you know, you have this added into their Disney movies anywhere account, which is, you know, one of the best digital locker systems going around right now. Yeah. Everybody needs to get on board with that. Yeah. I you mean, know, if it's, if it means taking UV and making that another thing that Amazon and everybody recognizes, that'd be the way to go. Yeah. Um, this movie also is just like so well done. I mean, I, I loved watching going through the Blu-ray, uh, you know, years ago when it was first released and seeing the documentaries of them making, you know, working on the movie, um, all of the various iterations that went into it. Um, the songs in this one are just some of my like all-time favorite songs, especially the stuff with Gaston, uh, the villain. I think he is just like such a great villain uh, for a Disney movie like this. So I, you know, if you if you already own the Blu-ray it might be worth picking up just to add, you know, a couple of extra new supplements as well as a digital copy uh, for it. But, you know, it's certainly not like a must own because, you know, most people probably already have the Blu-ray. But I think if you, I mean, I know I use the Disney movies anywhere, digital stuff all the time, like, you know, with Miranda, uh, just because it's so much easier to to get to those films quickly with, with this system. So uh, I, you know... I would say go for it if you if you love this movie and pick it up again. I definitely will. Um, did you mention Beware the Blob already? No, I didn't. Um, I, I, we, my wife and I watched this. It was a rewatch for her. She saw it a bunch as a kid, um, but um, she she couldn't make it through the movie, so we had to <laughs> we had to stop. um, I couldn't make it because she just thought it was so terrible. Yeah, kind (laughs) of. She just remembered specific things and she was like, I I remember this. I remember a kitten 
and things like that. And I'm like, well, I don't think that's in, and I wasn't as familiar with Beware. I'd seen it once, but um, so we rewatched the first Blob, and and then we were like, okay, none of that stuff was in there. And then right away when we put in Beware the Blob, she's, oh yeah, I remember it was frozen in the freezer, and somebody brings it out, and blah blah blah. But yeah, it's a little rough. It's a little rough. I I I don't hate it, but um, it's um, it could be better. I'm still glad I have it. Um, because I want I like having all the blob movies, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a little little hard. Also coming out this week on the twentieth is a slim down version of the Twin Peaks box set. Uh, this is going to include the original series, Fire Walk with Me, and the missing pieces. Um, what's different is that it's missing the disc of supplements. There's so that original box set that came out a couple of years ago was 10 discs and this one is nine. And so it's just like one disc of supplements that they've cut out. Um, but the price is pretty much is, is much cheaper. I mean, it's like right now it's $50 on Amazon. The 10 disc version I think is like 80 something also right now. And so um, kind of disappointing that they had to cut out the supplements to, to drop the price. Um, I think it's also like a sl- slimmer package um, so that it takes up less space on your shelf. But, uh, if you have been wanting to get Twin Peaks on Blu-ray and have just been kind of turned away by the, the high price of it, um, this one might be, you know, more in line for your budget. Well, Brian, uh, are we forgetting anything for the 20th? Just a weird special thing. Um, we talked briefly about, um, it and uh, uh, Salem's Lot and Cat's Eye and they are coming out it looks like Best Buy and maybe some other retailers will have it before Amazon does next week so when this I guess when this episode posts if people are looking for those they'll probably be at the Best Buys already so I'm going to be going out and picking them up all right, Brian. Well, thanks so much for moving our recording date and uh, talking about releases ahead of time. That was fun. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for downloading the show, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.